So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay here It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reet and Entertainment Podcast, episode 79 for November 6, 2016. My name is Nathan Reet and Spruth, and with me this week we have Nicole... Nicolotis Robinson Carroll. You got it all. It was a huge mouthful, but you figured it out. <laughs> hey. It's uh it's difficult because you have two last names and it's dumb. You should I actually have two last names. I just never use my my second last name ever. So well, it's I mean, just... you don't have to put. Well, I usually in in regular in my in my everyday life, I don't I don't use my screen name in the middle of it all, so it's a little less complicated. <laughs> That's true. Yes, uh, I t- it, I always tend to uh, if I know somebody from online, it's weird if they call me Nathan. I'm used to them calling me Reeton. So whenever somebody's I I meet from. Anywhere else calls me Nathan, like Aroa or Parallax Abstraction, I get a little confused. So uh, I'm, I'm just you used to... mentalize. <laughs> yeah, I'm just used to going with Reeton. Even my friends in real life sometimes call me Reeton, so whatever. Um, so what games have you been playing this week? I, I, I know you posted one, quote, game. Yeah, it's not, it's not a game per se. Um I messed around a little bit in Fallout New Vegas this week just when I had a little bit of uh, downtime because I love that game. I haven't had a whole lot of time between work and kind of trying to catch up on my channel to uh, play a lot. But I did play, like like you said, I mentioned, the New York Times kind of put basically an op-ed in video game format on their website called The Voter Suppression Trail. And it's basically a parody of Oregon Trail where you wait in line to vote. And you can play as three different characters. You can be a white programmer from California, a Latina nurse from Texas, or a black salesman from Wisconsin. Right. And you come up and and depending on which character you pick, you come across different obstacles like poll watchers. There's, you know, states that don't have laws that protect your time, your your ability to take time off work to vote, different precincts, not having up to date equipment, that sort of stuff. And of course, you know, you throw in like, for example, if you play as the Latina nurse, you get a call from from your kid's school because they're sick. But if you leave the line to pick up your kid, your vote dies. Yeah. And uh, I, I did that a little bit. I chose the black man and they did. Right. Um, I believe at the end it was like you get hounded by uh, people trying to change your vote, basically. I forget what they're called. And yeah, that was, it's a very politically charged game. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, so. so if you, if you're familiar at all with the New York times political leanings, this game makes no bones about it. <laughs> right. Right. And, um, that's, that's a really big issue. Uh, and the, the funny thing is this is based off, you know, the voter suppression trail. It's based off the Oregon trail. Yeah. Uh, in Oregon, we actually have mail-in ballots. Okay. And I know that a lot of the concern for the people, especially a lot of the, you know, because there's a lot of buzz around right now about Republican poll watchers who are, you know, there's Democrats trying to sue to put a restraining order on polling places because uh, they're claiming that these that these Trump supporters and Republican poll watchers are, are harassing people. Right. And so, and, um, and another concern that those people have, whether the allegations are true or not, they're concerned about voter fraud. And so, is that a concern in Oregon because of the mail-in ballots? No, actually, that's not. It's not a concern because we don't have people coming in and uh, saying stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. also, the ballots that we get are uh, basically we just get them. We're able to sign them ourselves. Uh, there's, you know, obviously one ballot is sent to one person and that ballot, I guess, has a special code or something that when you send it in, it knows it's you. So, uh, you know, it's it's pretty safe. Uh, Washington does the same thing, Bo- both of which have uh, 
the option to actually go to a polling place, but they're very, very few and far between because everyone just writes in their vote, sends it in, and then the people count the votes once they get them. So I haven't heard anything about, you know, voter suppression or, or voter fraud or anything in Oregon. Well, that's cool. Uh, that's That's really helpful. <laughs> yeah, I imagine so. So, uh, so you played uh, Fallout New Vegas and yeah. voter suppression game, which yep. uh, I will put in a link below if you want to get suppressed. Uh, <laughs> or, or if you're the white guy, you just walk in and vote and you're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty good for Spoilers, me. Spoilers. So. Sorry. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I've been playing. I played a lot of games this weekend, but mainly I, I picked up Skyrim, the enhanced edition that came out or whatever. It's it's Skyrim. It's okay. I've seen I've noticed some glitches, but nothing game breaking. I've noticed some um like graphical glitches, like sometimes textures just don't show up. And mm. so there was like water and it was just like very murky. There was like no textures. Uh so that was that was fun. I played a bit of Titanfall 2 yesterday with uh, Parallax Abstraction during his Extra Life stream. Oh, sweet. And I haven't really played much else other than those two games. I'm still working on some other stuff. Uh, there are some games I want to play, but again, I'm not mentioning those in the stream because I want them to be a surprise. And yeah, that's that was pretty boring week for me i guess for gaming just skyrim and titanfall 2 and i'm terrible at titanfall 2 absolutely mm -hmm. terrible i don't know why um but it's i'll join a game and i just i can't with with game with first person shooters on the pc i'm awful uh first person shooters on consoles i'm okay on pc i am terrible i don't know why I don't know. It seems like it would be the other way around. I think I think for me it's a little easier on PC because you can aim with your mouse as opposed to controllers aren't as precise. Yeah, see, I played a lot of Halo back in the day, and I think that's part of it. Oh, okay. So no, Halo, see, I'm, like, I'm, I'm that person. I'm that person who in the in the new Fallout games, I'm useless without that. So. Yeah. See, uh, I played Halo for since you know it came out in like 2001, 2002, and. So I, I got really, really good at the, the first two, the first three. And now when I go back to Halo, I'm still really good. When I go to a first-person shooter on a PC, I, I'm i terrible. I have never been good at um, Unreal Tournament. I was never good at Call of Duty on the PC and or Battlefield or any of that. So maybe one day I'll, I'll learn how to be good again, but it, not on these games. I don't know why. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes yes i am anyway let's move into some stories we have a few here and uh we're going to talk about nintendo quite a bit this week uh for first first let's talk about the there's a report that is suggesting that the wii u is going to end production this week which means they will still have units on the shelves but after those units are sold out they will not be making any more wii u units um, but then, and so there's, there's a link below according to, uh, Destructoid, and this was a bunch of other places. I saw it on Green Man Gaming News and a bunch of other, uh, sites, uh, that said this, but then, uh, on Kotaku, the most trusted news website for video games, uh, on, on Kotaku, they decided that Nintendo was actually going to get a response uh the japanese site it media is reporting that a spokesperson for nintendo said there is no change to our continuing wii u production so we have on one side you know the report the rumors sometimes with this stuff is pretty spot on and then on the other side we have nintendo saying you know oh no we're still going to continue production yada 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 uh, I'm actually more inclined to believe the rumors because Nintendo 
even if they did halt production, they probably still have a ton of units that they want that they have on the shelves that they want to move and maybe even a ton of units in a warehouse somewhere that they want to ship out. So if they ended production um, and they did tell people, people might be inclined to either, to not buy a Wii U. Yeah. While uh, if they end production, don't tell anyone and say, oh, we're keeping as business as normal as usual, uh, they might be able to sell a few more units before the switch comes out in March. Sure. I mean, it seems like though they would, I I don't understand why they would lie about it, but also, you know, there are so many ways you can spin the, Oh, we're taking this out of production thing. I mean, Disney is a master at it, you Mm -hmm. know, buy this movie before it's locked away in the Disney vault forever. I mean, they have made millions of dollars doing that. Yeah. So, like, every few years, like, it'll be like, oh, Cinderella's coming out on Blu-ray. Get it now before we stop selling it. Yeah, basically. Uh, You'd think that Nintendo could come up with something like that. Yeah, I'm thinking they, they might be ending production because they only have so many production warehouses. And they're probably amping up and making the switch produced yeah and so they're they're probably switching priority from the wii u to the nintendo switch and that's what makes the most amount of sense to me oh sure yeah it totally makes sense if you're working on a new console that you would at least slow down production of other products yeah but i mean so you're but that's what you were saying you don't see why they would lie about it uh, yeah. I totally see why they would lie about it because if you say that there's the Wii U's out of production, that means a most likely no new games really coming out for yeah. the Wii U. Uh, B people are going to look at that and be like, "Well, the the Nintendo Wii U is dead, so let's just wait until the Switch." And so that's what six months of no sales really for the Wii U. Yeah. So. I, I could see why the Nintendo would kind of say, no, 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 we're totally still producing the Wii U, maybe, possibly. and right. But on the other hand, Nintendo does have a history of producing their consoles for a super long time, uh, even well past their uh, expiration date. That regular Nintendo was being produced uh, for quite a while into the mid-'90s, and they were even supported until i think 2001 so you could oh, call wow. it you could actually get your nintendo repaired from uh or your nes repaired from nintendo until like 2000 2001 so oh, that's pretty cool yeah so they have a, a long line of still support supporting their consoles so it is quite possible that they are still having it produced but i honestly am still siding more with the the rumor mill here because it makes sense to end production of the Wii U. Oh sure, and I mean generally, when there's mo- when there are multiple people saying something, and and it's just the the big company who's like you know shaking their head saying no, it's totally not true. It's, it's a little fishy anyway. Right. So maybe uh, if if you're wanting to catch a, or get a Wii U, you might want to do that pretty soon. I actually have the Legend of Zelda Wii U. Oh, that's because cool. it has all the markings and stuff on the controller. Apparently, those are pretty rare to come by now, so that's good. Maybe my Wii U will be worth something someday. Probably not. I would imagine not. Um, do you have a Wii U? I do have a Wii U. Now, what do you think mm-hmm. of the Wii U? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the gamepad as a, as a controller for the game. Like, to play a game on it, like, the, the Wiimotes are, are a little better. My, 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 neither my husband or I really care too much for the design of either of the controllers for the Wii U. They just they just don't feel right in your hand like other controllers. And, of course, Nintendo wants to nickel and dime you to give you the adapter for the GameCube controller or whatever. And it, I don't know. I mean, we, we basically just use it to, to, to watch Netflix and YouTube now. <laughs> Actually, I really like the Netflix player on the Wii U. Uh, yeah, the Netflix player is pretty good. And, and Amazon Video, you can watch on there too. 
Yeah, I I actually like the Wii U mainly because like the games that come out for it are actually fun. Uh, but they don't have enough of them that are coming out yeah, that are yeah, fun. Yeah, it's like Mar- Mario Party and Splatoon are about yeah. it. Mario Party, Splatoon, Mario Kart, um, Dragon Hunter, or Dragon Hunter, Monster Hunter, uh, Monster something Hunter. something we're talking about later on. And yeah, uh, yeah it, I think that's a good system, but they marketed it, ro- marketed it wrong. Words are hard for me today. I don't know why. It's so... Okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, go on to some more Nintendo news. Something you brought up. The Nintendo Classic Edition is coming out on the 11th, which is next Friday. Yep, and it is uh, basically a little miniature replica of the Super Nintendo with a bunch of the classic titles loaded onto it, which I don't, I'm, I'm a little confused as to why there's like kind of this fanfare over it. I mean, I guess it's just because they, they have such a strong following, but I know a few years ago I saw something really similar, just like on the shelf at a Walgreens that was a a Sega Genesis with a bunch of Genesis games loaded on it. So the reason being is that if you go to those, those Genesis ones or the uh, Atari flashback, those are made by a separate company where, where, the Nintendo NES Classic Edition is made by Nintendo. Okay, so it's officially licensed. And, I mean, those other ones are officially licensed, but they're made by a third party. Okay. So, but also, those ones output with composite. So they so the audio and video is kind of shit. Oh, while, as opposed to USB. No, well, this USB, is using HDMI. HDMI. HDMI, so this is using okay. HDMI, and also if you look at the list of games, which I'm going to list out, there's 30 games. Let me just I'll go over them real quick. We got Balloon Fight, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2, The Revenge, Doctor Mario, Excite Bike, Final Fantasy, Galaga, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, uh, Ice Climber, Kid Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers. Uh, the the arcade Mario Brothers, uh, Mega Man Two, Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, Pac Man, Punch Out, featuring Mr. Dream, not Mike Tyson, uh, Star Tropics, Super C, uh, Super Mario Brothers One, Two, and Three, Tech Mobile, The Legend of Zelda, and Zelda Two: The Adventures of Link. The reason why I'm naming all those is because if you go to the Nintendo eShop on the Wii U or Classic Wii, you get all of those games would be about five dollars a piece. While if you get the NES Classic Edition, they're only $2 a piece. Okay, that makes sense. So um, it's a pretty good deal for those games. And oh, yeah, because it's what, like 60 bucks total for the, for the thing with all the games on it? Right, exactly. And also for streamers, it's really good because it outputs an HDMI and most game capture devices have HDMI. And so it will be really good for capturing that footage and posting it up on a uh, Twitch stream or actually uh, taking it and putting it on um, on YouTube or, or any of those sites like anyone else uses anything other than YouTube. Which is um, interesting considering how, how much, how, how uptight Nintendo is about people playing their games and talking about them on YouTube. Right, and these aren't all like, Final Fantasy obviously is made by Square Enix. It's owned by Square Enix. Um, you have games like Castlevania. You have Bubble Bobble, uh, Punch Out. Uh, I think Punch Out was made by Nintendo. But mo- a lot of these games aren't made ex- like directly by Nintendo. So, um, like Final Fantasy, they don't hold the copyright or or trademark for Final Fantasy. So it would still be Square Enix that would come after you in for something yeah. like that, rather than. Uh, that other thing nintendo yes (laughs) well i'm looking at pictures of this thing and i'm wondering because you know it's 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 designed to look like the original nintendo but way smaller right but wondering if because it looks like kind of it look kind of looks like there's a door on the front are you going to be able to put classic nintendo cartridges inside of this thing no so unfortunately it is not uh it's not that it's not good it's it's basically an emulator that they have made. Yeah. Um, All right. I I honestly would suggest if you wanted something like that, if you wanted um, 
something that was like the original Nintendo, but you have like HDMI output and uh, honestly better video quality. I would suggest the uh, Nintendo AVS is what they call it. Um, AV as in video S. And that is made by Retro USB. Hmm. And you can purchase it there. It outputs in HDMI. And instead of using... Um, there's there's a couple different kinds of solutions that they've come up with to emulate hardware. So there's the hardware emulation where you have a system on a chip, which is what like the uh, Retron, or I'm sorry, the yeah the Retron one and uh, three and whatever do. And what that does is you put it in, and instead of having all different chips like the regular Nintendo did. It actually uh, just has like an, a system on a chip type thing where everything is done by one chip, which usually works fine, but there's a little bit of issues like with colors or whatnot. I actually did a Retron 1 review in uh, my on my YouTube, so if you want to watch that, go there. It's an old video. It was a very crappy old video, but <laughs> uh, it did show off some different things like the colors of the sky in Super Mario Brothers was purple instead of blue. Uh, <laughs> awesome. So uh, it works, generally works fine, but there are little things like that. Also, it outputs with um, composite, which isn't great. But they also have um, just emulation. So you use like a computer and you emulate it. So that's what the Retron 5 uses. And what you do is you put in the Nintendo game uh super nintendo game whatever and it loads it dumps the rom into the memory on the retron 5 and then you're able to play it like you would an emulator on your computer the avs actually does something different it takes a certain i forget what exactly it is but it takes certain chips and makes them emulate the hardware instead of doing a system on a chip, so it's a more accurate uh, representation of what the Nintendo Entertainment System actually could do, but it still outputs an HDMI, um, upscales it to 720p, um, and it looks looks pretty darn good from what I understand. Uh, but it's also 185 bucks, so therein lies the problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it also doesn't... It, it, it doesn't... Uh, have ROMs built in, so you still have to have the games to play. Um, yeah. But uh, it has a different loading mechanism. It looks similar to the uh, regular Nintendo, but it has a different loading mechanism where you uh, slide it in and you don't push down or anything. And then also, it has something in the front where you can put Famicom games. So you can actually play Famicom games on it instead of uh, just regular Nintendo games. Well, that's cool. Yeah, uh, I actually saw some of them shown off at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, but I did not have enough money to purchase one. I really kind of, I, I was tempted to, and um, I think they were being sold for 180 there as well, but they had the demo units, and they said that after 5 p.m. on Sunday, they were selling the demo units for 140 hmm. So, uh, I, but... Another thing you can do with uh, the AVS that you won't be able to do with this is that you could get something called a power pack or an EverDrive. And basically, that's a cartridge you can pop an SD card into, have a bunch of ROMs on it, and play those games on your NES. And so you can do that with AVS and essentially have a similar thing to this NES Classic Edition, but have all the games instead of having, uh, you know, just a limited selection of 30 games. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I went on a tangent there. No, it's fine. I, I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I'm st honestly still probably going to get the Nintendo uh, Classic Edition just because it looks awesome and I am a total nerd, so... It does look really cool. <laughs> yeah. Another cool thing that they're doing is back in the 90s do you remember what the tip lines yeah they're bringing the they're bringing that the nintendo power line back yes they're bringing that 
they're bringing back the Nintendo Power Line um, on the 10th, I think? Well, let me let me think. Oh, no, wait, sorry. The Power Line will feature automated messages and it will only run from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, November 11th through 13th. Uh, you can call on those dates by dialing 425-885-7529. I think it's a toll-free number. I'm really hoping it's a toll-free number. Five uh, sounds toll-free. Yeah, it's not a 900 number, so... Yeah. Um, I'm I'm considering making a video on this and calling up the Nintendo line and then posting the the chat on on my uh, YouTube's, but I'm not sure if I would get flagged or anything for that. Hmm. It sounds like it'd be an interesting thing to hear, at least. Yeah. Man, I I had um my mom had a friend back in the, I guess it was back in the 80s and 90s. And um, she, I mean, like her kids had to cut her off because she kept calling for help on Zelda. <laughs> her kids had to and cut run her and run and run, yeah, and running a bunch of bills up, calling the helpline to get through Zelda. Oh man, yeah, I, I think I called the helpline <laughs> a couple times when I was a kid, um, but I didn't make a, 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 a habit of. I think I called them like twice, literally twice, and I, I didn't really make a habit of it. So I, I guess I was a good kid for yeah, for that because so. there were there were those and there were chat lines and chat lines were awful. Do you, do you remember those? Uh, no, I don't. I I never did one because I wasn't in that demographic. But it was you would call a nine hundred number and it would basically put you in a group call with four or five other people. Oh, okay, so it's like chat rooms before chat rooms. Yeah. And okay, yeah, I think I was too young for that. Yeah, I was I was too young for that as well. But apparently, uh, that was a big problem where people would raise up a lot of money on their bills by having by calling up those chat lines. Huh. So that's Anyhow. what happened after CB radio kind of went to the wayside. And they also had uh, WCW chat lines as well. Kinda, you would call in and get an automated thing saying some backstage news on uh wcw but it, of course it was a 900 number so you had to pay for it so i never called it yeah so uh are you going to be getting the classic edition it it does look cool i'm pretty tempted honestly with that <laughs> sweet <laughs> non-profit money that you bring with that sweet non-profit money i might have to put it on my christmas list for santa <laughs> oh okay yes uh i so I have, um, I, I, I mentioned I had an Amazon Associates account, and they have determined that uh, I was using it for per like my links personally, which you're not allowed to do, but that also didn't happen. Right. So they canceled my account for Amazon Associates because uh, I had all, because they said I was using it for myself. Or that I was having a friend order stuff for me and make it, basically making money off of myself. Yeah, because you personally ordered all that equipment for your company. <laughs> exactly. So I no longer have an Amazon associate account, but it's lame. Now it's, yeah, I was like, whatever. I'm not, it's, it wasn't, it's not hurting me technically financially. So I'm not mad about it too much and i guess if it is technically against their terms of service whatever also i know that um a lot of other people i was talking with parallax abstraction and he said that he's heard of a lot of people who have just been their amazon associates have been canceled because x y or z and and it's really hard to get it back kind um, of arbitrary yeah they kind of arbitrarily do that linus tech tips have you ever watched them Mm -mm. They have like over 5 million subscribers on YouTube. All right. Cool. Um, and they had their Amazon Associates account taken away from them so uh, for a little while. And they, it took them a long time to get it back. Because so, they, just didn't, they just didn't believe that many people were going to that link or what? I, I don't know. I don't know why it was taken out. So uh, they Amazon ended up canceling it and they had to fight to get it brought back so it's not just me that's had uh arbitrarily 
they've they haven't they've arbitrarily canceled stuff so uh but what what the, oh, I'm bringing this to is I have sixty dollars on Amazon from the Amazon Associates thing right now because they didn't take any of the money that I had already made basically yeah. so I have sixty dollars on my Amazon <clears throat> gift card so I could purchase this without having to pay any money. Oh, sweet. So, so Amazon bought you the a Nintendo Classic yes. before they before they cut you off. Right. I, I have to wonder with some of these award pro re, rewards programs, like with anything. Like I know that on Game Grumps, Aaron of Game Grumps, I I, I don't think he'll ever have to pay for an Uber ride for the rest of his life because he gave <laughs> his code out. Right. <laughs> um, and then there's uh. The Green Man Gaming. Green Man Gaming has their own uh, affiliate program. And I actually use that. I have a link down below where if you click that link and buy a game through Green Man Gaming, uh, which they do sell uh, Xbox One, I believe, or, or it's coming soon, but they sell PlayStation, Xbox One, and uh, Nintendo 3DS codes now. So if you click on my link down below, buy a game through there, uh, then in like I get like two to five percent of the profit, depending on if you're a new customer or not. So, oh, so if anyone wants to do that and buy games, you should do that and and support the the show because I think I've made a whopping uh, five dollars off of Green Man Gaming. So yeah, I'm awesome, I'm though. rolling in the dough. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm probably going to be grabbing this. Uh, it's not on sale on Amazon yet, so I'll have to wait until then. I'm not sure exactly where you can buy it. I think they have an Amazon link, but you can't actually buy it yet for some reason. You can't even mm-hmm. pre-order it from there. They're probably so. sitting on it for Cyber Monday or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, also, another thing about the Classic Edition before we move on is that the games look better than they do on um the virtual console because the virtual console if you've uh it, there's a a show i highly suggest you watch called my life in gaming all right um and i believe they show off i i i, I can't remember but i'm pretty sure they either covered I know they covered the avs that's where i heard about it but they also might have covered the classic edition a little bit and right. with the AVS, they show off the difference between the virtual console releases and the um, and the AVS when you when you plug a game in uh, and play it with the AVS. And the the um, virtual console ones when you play it on there, like their graphics are kind of like the brightness is toned down and it looks kind of murky. While with the original hardware or with the AVS or the Classic Edition, it's brighter and it just looks a little bit sharper. So that's another reason that you might want to get this over the uh, Virtual Console releases. And moving on, let's talk about Valve. Uh, You know, did you hear about the whole, you might have listened to the podcast, I'm not sure. The whole thing that happened with uh, No Man's Sky. I know that No Man's Sky got got hyped way more than a lot of people deserve thought it deserved to be. Right. And um when they were showing off gameplay footage and trailers uh and mm-hmm. screenshots on Steam, they were showing yeah. off parts of the game that weren't in the game. Yeah, like like concept art and stuff like that that wasn't actually part of the gameplay. And Things that weren't like when you show off the trailer, the the E3 trailer, it showed like giant and like giant animals and then animals facing each other and a bunch of flora and fauna that just wasn't there in the game. And so Valve is making a uh, change probably because partially because of that Uh, they're making a change to their terms of service where if you have a game up on Steam, you have to show in-game screenshots it cannot be uh concept art it cannot be um any promo stuff that was done that was taken out of the game it has to be actual in-game screenshots what do you think about this well i mean i don't don't see any problem with it i mean if 
that's that's the best way to be transparent about christening your game. And if your game's a piece of crap and you're putting up really fancy art to cover up for that, that's that's no bueno. Right. And, you know, there were games like, uh, it's not just No Man's Sky, Aliens, Colonial Marines did uh, similar stuff as well. And And honestly, a lot of games do stuff like that. And so having a bit more transparency in uh, games media is always good. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, now, how is Hashtag that going to Gamergate. affect? <laughs> oh, sorry. Is there is there is there any sort of regulation on? I mean, do they have to use all in-game footage for trailers now, too? No, I think that uh, from what I was reading in this is that they do not actually have to do that for trailers. So, um, but all the screenshots have to be actually from the game. Yeah, bull shots, I believe is what that those are called. Uh yeah. were not specifically called out. Um yeah. and the uh, according to this is exactly what it says in the article. It says bull shots, though, were not called out. One would assume that this is an action to prevent false advertising, but a bull shot is still technically something that can happen during a game, I guess. So, but it could, but it could be from a cutscene or something. Yeah. So, I'm just uh, I, I'm liking this. I hope that they you know just a little bit more transparent, but are they going to do things like, um, not put trailers for, um, not that they'll, they would ever sell it on there, but, uh, MMOs that have, uh, cine cinemas or, uh, CGI cuts or trailers, are they not going to be able to put those on there either? Because like, like star Wars, the old Republic, you could go to their website and watch, these awesome trailers made by the uh, Blur Studios, I think is what it's called. Um, and they obviously weren't in the game. So technically, if Star Wars The Old Republic ever did come to Steam, which it won't, uh, then they would not be able to put that on there because it doesn't actually happen in the game. Yeah. Well, so. something else that I saw in this article, which I thought was kind of nice, is, you know, Valve is is following its own example. Uh, it did have to change some of the stuff that was in the Steam system for Dota 2 because a lot of the screenshots were artwork and weren't actually from the the game itself. It's right. been, of course, the, the article even says, goes on to say it's been fixed since that was discovered. So that's kind of cool that, you know, right right out of the gate, Valve is, is leading by example. Right. But... Uh... I don't know. Sometimes I like the concept art, but the, again, that shouldn't be put mm, in the know. page for. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, like, like, maybe you can include it, but put it in a separate section that is clearly marked concept art. Yeah. I mean, when you look at old games like Final Fantasy VI, you see that they had these concept arts that looked amazing, and then you play the game and you know, little sprite graphics. So, yeah. or, uh, there was another game that came out recent-ish, like within the last few years, um, and it was based off that same pixel art thing. And they had, quote, concept art that was just like Final Fantasy VI and, and V, where they had these amazing, you know, concept art things, and then scaled back and was pixel art. So I, I thought that was a nice homage. I can't remember the, the name of the game, though. I think it was like Breath of Breath of Death thirteen or something like that. I was about to say the first game I'm thinking of that's that's kind of that that sprite style, but the art's really nice. Is Shovel Knight. Oh yeah, yeah, Shovel Knight. Um, that that game was really really good. I, I like yeah. that. Anyway, Breath of Death seven. That's what it's called. Okay. Uh, it came out years ago, but uh, let's move on because I'm bad at segues, and talk about Capcom and more Nintendo stuff, maybe, possibly. Sort of. Capcom is focusing on the growing Monster, Heart, Monster Hunter market in the West, um, and they are apparently aware that handhelds are holding them back. So, you, have you played Monster Hunter? I haven't. I've heard lots of good things about it. 
It's I've a, seen a little bit of gameplay footage of it. I, I mean, it's I gather it's kind of similar. Is is it is it kind of similar to Pokemon basically, where you're catching and training monsters? Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Not, okay. <laughs> so well, I, th- I I tried. Yeah. So monster. <laughs> I never played it. So. so Monster Hunter is uh, do you have like a hub world ish thing that you can go around in, buy equipment, craft stuff? And get okay. quests. You do the quests and you hunt down and kill monsters. That's, oh, okay. that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the entire game. All right, so you kill monsters instead of capturing them and training them. Right. So Monster Hunter's been huge with the uh, on the PSP in Japan, uh, on the 3DS. They came out with Monster Hunter Tri-Ultimate on the Wii U, which was pretty good. But other than that, like there's been like three or four other Monster Hunter games since then that have been released, and they've all been for like the 3DS and the PS Vita, but never an actual console release. And so most likely, and just what they're saying in the article, is that um, they're going to bring Monster Hunter to the Nintendo Switch when when that comes out, because... It will be a nice pairing for them because they'll still have that, you know, handheld title type thing. But you'll also be able to play it on your TV. The problem I have with Monster Hunter on a 3DS or a PSP or whatnot is it's a huge game. And people sink like two or three hundred hours into this game. And the game is on a portable device. I don't want to spend... Hundreds of hours staring at a five-inch screen. Yeah, basically. So that's I am. Kind of, that's yeah. destroyed the appeal for for me as far as handhelds. Like the last handheld system that I played with any consistency was the old school Game Boy. <laughs> uh, I've. I mean, the only one I had was maybe the DS when it came out, and I had the fat DS because it was like twenty dollars cheaper, and I am a cheap bastard. So. Uh, it plays I, the games I, the same, whatevs. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it well, if it, if it runs the games the same way, then whatever, right? Yeah, I think the DS Lite was brighter and like the screens were a little bit bigger. They might have been the same size, but uh, it was it was objectively a better handheld system, but it was more expensive, and I was not very interested in spending lots of money working fast food. So, uh. Yeah, I played. That was the last one. I got a 2DS when it came out. Uh, played some Pokemon on that, and that's about it. Like I, I didn't really play a ton of handhelds ever. Uh, and then I even have a PlayStation TV instead of having a PlayStation Vita. I have a PlayStation TV because I would rather play it on my um, computer monitor rather than take it around with me and play it as a handheld game system. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, would you give Monster Hunter a shot, or do you not want to murder animals? I'm interested in seeing what it's about, just because it is it's 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 been getting pretty popular. I've he- I've heard several you know kind of larger name YouTubers talk about it. I, I'm hoping that putting it on the Switch is kind of maybe a transition or like testing the waters for making you know a a larger console release. For maybe one of for maybe the Wii or something of that nature. Yeah. I hope it's a transition toward that. But I mean, if I if I if I decide to get the Switch, you know, I'll try Monster Hunter for sure. I yeah. mean, I've just heard it's a really great series. And according to Capcom, it looks like they're um they have like a quote down below. It says, so uh do 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 so I'm just reading through. Uh not a portable device to queue. Nintendo Switch multi-plan for development is possible uh, for a PlayStation 4 multi-development to Nintendo Switch of Xbox One's software is currently a variety of of been fully tested. Oh, great translations. Uh, not the stages I would like. However, Nintendo Switch, the PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, and it will not feel how to play in the direction sought to differ. That is a horrible translation. Yeah. Uh, but what it seems like is that they're they're aiming to get it on the Switch, the PlayStation Four, and the Xbox One at at some point. All right. So well, that sounds um, good. Yeah, I would be interested in it. 
Uh, I played. I actually have uh, Monster Hunter Tri Ultimate for the Wii U, and I played it a little bit, and my ADD kicked in, and I played a different game, and I just haven't gone back to it. I'm also pretty bad at it, so <laughs> it's a difficult game. It really is. So I'm I'm not very good at video games, actually, uh, <laughs> but. It is actually a really difficult game, and so I think that's another part that people really like about it is that it's such a difficult game to play um, that once you get good at it, it's kind of rewarding to actually be able to beat those bosses that you had a hard time with and stuff like that. Kind of like Dark Souls, only less uh, frustrating, I would say. Yeah. And they have. Yeah, that's a that's a bragging game for sure. (laughs) And like they have. Monster Hunter is cool because like on the Wii U you have um the ability to get new costumes and and uh like dress up as Samus and Link. Oh, that's cool. So, you can cosplay in the game. <laughs> yep. You can cosplay in the game. But you know what you can't do on Windows? What's you that? Can't have good segues cuz I'm terrible at them. You but you can't play Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare uh together if you buy them at separate places so if you buy infinite warfare or modern warfare on steam and your friend buys it on windows 10 uh the windows 10 store you cannot play those games together online which is ridiculous and i'm 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 told this is not windows i mean this is not microsoft's fault it was activision's choice to not make them compatible yeah i i'm thinking the reason why is because um and and i might be wrong but i i don't think it is a windows or steam or or a valve thing i think it is an activision thing um it says that the at the bottom it says users have complained about other aspects of uwp games like the lack of multiplayer gpu support for sli or crossfire and no support for unlocked frame rates however microsoft recently unlocked frame rates for uwp uh universal windows programs or something like that uh and launched the multi-gpu support for DirectX 12 games like rise of tomb raider uh It'll have so it looks like it's what they decided to do. Um, they probably are also playing using like Steam servers for um, the multiplayer on the Steam version and their own servers for Windows 10 uh, store. And so they're just using different servers. And if there was a way for somebody to figure out how to hack it and able to jump over to different servers, then that would be. Um, the solution to use, but I'm not sure. So, do you play first-person shooters? Not much. I'm very, very bad at them. <laughs> hence, hence the bats. Yeah, yeah. useless without bats. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think they have bats in, um, in Call of Duty. They don't have Duty. bats in anything but Fallout. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could play Overwatch. Overwatch has a character that um, his ultimate is basically auto-aim. It's basically an aimbot, so that that might help for you. Um, Perhaps. So, have you ever played like liked a first person shooter, or are you just well, terrible? I, have, I mean, I've, I have I have tried. I tried Team Fortress Two with multiple characters, and I just I I never could get it. I just got creamed every time I tried. I so. <laughs> I was only really good with the heavy in Team Fortress Two. Just running in with a person on my back and just shooting people in the face. That's really the only thing I've ever been good at uh, on Team Fortress 2. So, I mean, I'm trying to think of other things. I don't know. I, back in back in like the early 2000s, I played a little bit of Unreal Tournament. I oh, got okay. okay at that. I would suggest that if you were to buy Infinite Warfare or Modern Warfare buy it on the steam because that's where everyone's going to buy it they're not gonna (laughs) they're just activision is just driving everyone to steam at this point yeah because i mean i hate to say it but nobody uses the windows store to buy anything unless you specifically have to like halo um like if they if they come out with sea of thieves on the windows store which is 
what they're probably going to do, then, you know, they're going to have to buy it from Windows Store or on the Xbox. Most likely the Windows Store, if they're going to do PC, I think that they're going cross-platform. So if you buy it one place, you can get it the other place. Not sure. So uh, with the window, with Sea of Thieves and Halo six and stuff i'm pretty sure from what i understood they're gonna have it so that you could play um like you could buy sea of thieves on the xbox one and get a code to play it on your pc as well well that would be the smart thing to do especially considering windows and and xbox are owned by the same company so it couldn't be that hard right right exactly um i did notice that i have a problem uh playing the halo forge did you so the Halo Forge was basically Halo Five Forge mode, so you could make your own maps and all that jazz. Oh, that's cool. Um, it won't load. Well, that sucks though. Like <laughs> I, I press, I press the start button, and it'll show a splash screen, and then it'll just crash. And there hasn't been a there hasn't been a fix uh, implemented for that yet. Not that I could find for my computer. So, uh, hopefully. Uh, not all Windows games work like that, but it, that's how it works on my computer for right now for some reason. Mm. So that's another reason I would kind of lean towards Steam because I haven't really had a problem with any game I bought from Steam ever. Yeah, well, pretty much any time I'm interested in a game, I always go check and see if it's on Steam first. Uh, I'll check or I'll, I'll look around. So usually I'll check Steam. Uh, if it's on Steam... But not on sale. I will then check Green Man Gaming. Because Green Man Gaming usually will have good deals. Um, and if it's neither of those places or not a good deal on either of those places, I'll check GOG.com. Yeah, GOG, I've checked out a little bit. Yeah, they're pretty good. Um, they used to be good old games because they just sold like retro PC games. And yeah. then they just they did the same thing that WWE did. They changed it from meaning good old games to just being GOG. Mm. So Well, you know what? At least they didn't change their spelling or do anything stupid like sci-fi did. Siffy? Siffy. The Siffy channel. Yeah, that was that was retarded. I don't know why they would do that, but To appeal to the bro dudes. That's like, I guess. True. I don't know. But I believe it was like it was years ago that Instead of being called World Wrestling Entertainment or World Wrestling Federation, they just changed it to WWE. So it just is WWE, which is yeah, stupid. Yeah, I don't get that. So uh, GOG did the same thing. Sci-Fi changed their name uh, to the Siffy Channel, which is they could have come up with something better. I th I would think, but whatever. Oh, definitely. I mean, they could have. They could have like kept their kept their jazz you know they could have jazzed up the logo and just kept the name instead of you know making it read like a three-year-old was trying to sound it out well the reasoning that they gave was that they wanted to focus on things other than just science fiction and so they well, then just come up with a new name if you're gonna butcher the one you have yeah yeah i don't i don't get it either but they also had that terrible highlander movie the what was it called highlander the source yeah the source that game that movie was awful like i'm pretty forgiving with movies like i'll go watch a movie and be like no it's okay yeah it's fine uh and my friend and i who my friend was a huge highlander fan we we watched it um and then the next day we were talking about it and he's like it was terrible i'm like yeah yeah it was it was pretty awful so Two of the biggest Highlander fans you're probably going to find. And both of us were like, yeah, that movie was terrible. Anyway, That's, we're going off topic. But but speaking of movies really quickly, because you brought up movies. Okay. Uh, I did. I saw Doctor Strange yesterday. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I did. I've not read the, any of the comics. I don't know a whole lot of his background. But everybody gave a really solid performance. It was really well written. It was it was entertaining from beginning to end. Definitely recommend. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say storyline sucked or something. No, no. It was. A, I thought it was a good story. I like I said, I haven't read the comics, so I don't know how true it is to the source material. But for, as a standalone movie, I enjoyed it. Well, and bef this is gonna be the last thing before we go. But uh, 
with comic books, and my friend is a huge comic book nerd, so he explained this to me, with comic books, um, and I knew that, so there's different, like, I believe it's in DC, they have different Earths. So you have, um, like, Earth whatever, 300 something, and there's, like, the canon Earth that you're on, but then they have different parallel universes that different things happen. So, um, like, you have Superboy and then blah, 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 blah. With Marvel, they have the different universes. So you have um, the normal Marvel universe, which is where most of the comic books take place. And then you have, like, the ultimate universe, which is where things are different. So, like, uh, instead of Nick Fury being a white guy, he's black in the in the ultimate universe. And based off Samuel Jackson. Yeah, and then and, the cinematic universe is kind of part of that ultimate expanded universe for Marvel. Yeah, so I think the cinematic universe is not part of either of those. It's its own universe. Okay. And so things are similar... But they can change because they're not tied to the, the you know, it's based in this universe or it's based in that universe. So things are similar, similar things will happen, um, but it's not necessarily going to be the same as uh, the the original comic book. And a lot of things in the comic books are freaking weird. So... Uh, well. Well, we, well, my husband and I were discussing this at the af- afterwards was, you know, because because the Doctor Strange comics did come out, I'm pretty sure quite a while ago. Yeah. And the and Rachel McAdams plays the love interest character in, nah. in this movie. And she's, you know, another doctor within the same hospital as, yeah. as Doctor Strange. But in the, back in back during the time that the comics were released, there would not be a woman doctor. So I approve of that update, at least. I do not. I don't think that women should be doctors. No. Uh, yeah. Of <laughs> course, I. I care. I. I. Of course, I like that. Um, but I mean, it. There are comic books where Superman. One of Superman's powers is to fire off, fire out, smaller, copies. Of Superman out of his hands. I've never heard of that power. <laughs> yep, that's uh, there's a power that Superman has had where he fire out tinier versions of himself he, out of his he, hands. He clones of himself from his hands. At yes, yes. Then so how is the, how does the world not just become overrun with tiny ba- with tiny Superman clones? I think that one of <laughs> Superman's new powers is to intercept radio waves. Wow. Like there are comic books are weird and for I understand for like movie purposes they have to dial things back because otherwise it would just be really ridiculous which might be hilarious to watch but probably not very very good to watch. So Oh well. Anyway, that's our show for today. Uh you heard me mumble a lot and so where can we find you, Nick Lotus? I am Nick Lotus Plays on YouTube. I am at Nick Lotus on Twitter. I am Nick Lotus also on Tumblr. And I'm trying to remember uh, if there's anything else. <laughs> I think that's it. YouTube, Twitter, uh, Nick Lotus Plays on on Facebook as well. Okay. I am Reeton everywhere. So Reeton on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch. And Beam, please, if you if you have a Beam account, go to go to Beam and press the follow button on mine. I really like Beam, but there's so I don't have any followers on there, so it's really really hard for me to say I want to switch to Beam. Um, Twitch has a pretty toxic community sometimes, uh, and that. so uh, I've had a I had a, a friend who recently she has a lot of followers. She has like twenty one thousand followers or something on on twitch and she has since stopped streaming on twitch and just went to beam because uh the community in beam is way better so i would suggest following me on beam if you haven't already and uh trying to get my numbers up there once i get a few hundred 
followers on Beam, I will probably switch from Twitch to Beam just because I like the streaming a lot better from Beam because it goes, it's so much faster. It's it's like a 0.2 second delay. It's great. Anyway, uh, thank you for being here this week, Nic- Nicole, Nicolotis. Thank you, and uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Yep, and uh, you're the only one that showed up because we did it earlier than normal. Uh, and I will post this afterwards. Uh, follow me everywhere. Follow me on uh, on Twitch, Twitter, Beam, uh, and also uh, go to reetonentertainment.com and get my numbers up. Uh, thank you. Bye. Bye.